Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Zelka Train Fitness Show. In this show, we are talking about how to live long and prosper, Star Trek motherfucker, mobility training, the real natural painkiller and anti-aging secret. This is stuff your trainer, your physical therapist, your doctor, influencers are not really talking about this, but it is the key. I'm telling you, it is the key to getting out of pain, to feeling better, to moving well and looking great is going to be in these exercises and this philosophy. So if you guys aren't familiar with this podcast, my name is Josh Elkovitz. I'm 39 years old. I currently live in Pensacola, Florida. I'm a personal trainer. I've been training for over a decade, mostly local, in person, but also online through FaceTime and Zoom. I write coaching programs, and I help you to get to the best body and the best shape of your life quickly, all naturally, as least invasive as possible. I'm not about surgeries. I'm not about medications. I'm barely about supplements. This podcast is all about eating well, training your body right, sunlight, sleep. You're going to hear me repeat these things over and over and over again. If you're down for that and you want to do this, keep listening. So in this episode, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about mobility training. What is mobility training? Mobility training is getting your body mobile and functional and moving well through space and through the environment, wherever that environment is, inside your home, uh, outdoors, on the athletic field, hell, even in your office. I'm going to show you um, how you can do this anywhere, even in your car. I've got, I want you guys always thinking about how can I improve the health of my body? What can I do right now? Even as I'm sitting listening to this podcast, maybe I'm in the car, maybe I'm out for a walk. What could I really do now instantly to start improving the health of my body and moving better and getting out of pain? And so the basics that I teach people is this. Your joints from your neck all the way down to your foot and ankle Love circles. So start at your head. Do it right now. I don't care where you are. Circle your neck. See how much range of motion you have going clockwise. Then go counterclockwise. Try to get more range of motion. Your, your goal is always to improve range of motion pain-free. Work your way down to the shoulders. Put your hands on your shoulders. Draw some circles. Start small and get bigger. You know, elbows, wrists hips, knees, ankles, you work your way down your body, circles. Great thing to do when you wake up in the morning because you might be a little stiff before a workout or really any time where you're just like, uh, you know, what can I do right now? And you're not at a gym. That's the simplest thing. This goes a long way into keeping your joints healthy and avoiding a lot of the itises, the arthritis, the tendonitis, the bursitis, the blah, 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 which is really just inflammation. These joints get really compressed with our modern lives. They get inflamed with diet, uh, amongst other things, radiation. And so from a mobility standpoint, circles are really, really crucial and easy to do. Next up from there would be swings. You can kind of swing your head back and forth, left and right. You can swing your arms in many different directions. You could swing your hips. It's great for your hips. So standing on one leg and doing lateral swings to the side, front and back swings, 
These are so good. You should do these every single day. Do them before you walk or run. Do them before any sport. It's simple. Most people don't do it. They get lazy and then they get hurt or they're just chronically in pain and chronically stiff. This stuff is just money. So swings. Another good one to do is stand up tall, put your arms out to the side and try to move your, laterally through your ribs. This is an area where people are very, very stiff. So it's kind of like an Egyptian where you shift your upper body torso right to left. Give that one a try. Uh, let me know how that one works. Here's another key one. So after the circles and swings, it's bendability. Bendability of your body. Can you bend over and touch your toes comfortably with your legs totally straight? And this is key. Your end goal here is to be able to collapse into your body like your hands easily touch the floor. You can bring your head in between your legs with your legs totally straight. A lot of you may be very far from that, and it's okay. You can definitely get there because I used to be terrible with this. I couldn't touch the floor. I was horrible with the sit and reach in school, and I've worked this day after day. In addition to foam rolling and doing soft tissue work like on my hamstrings and back, I've loosened up, loosened up, loosened up just by doing these stretches and doing these mobility drills. So see if you can do that. What you'll do from there, if you can't touch the floor comfortably with your legs straight, bend your knees a little bit and then try to straighten your legs all the way. So go back and forth. Bend both your knees, straighten your legs. That's kind of like you're pulsing in and out of it. And that concept of pulse training, you're going to hear me talk about this quite a bit. It's really, really awesome for building high-level flexibility and strength and core, this pulse idea. So you're kind of pulsing in and out of this. So if you're tight when you bend over, if you have any back pain, one of the best things you could do is loosening up your hip flexors and stretching out your inner thighs. How you would do this is you would go into what's called the couch stretch or the wall stretch. You're going to put your knee up close as you can to the wall and see if you can throw your foot up right against the wall or a couch and the other leg, put it up in front of you a foot or two, bent 90 degrees. So you're stretching your back hip flexor, hip flexors in front of your body. What you want to do in this position is hold for two minutes, squeeze your back glute, your butt cheek as hard as you can. That will stretch you in front. If you sit a lot, you're at a desk or in your car, this is a money stretch. I can't tell you how amazing it feels. When you loosen up your hip flexors and your, your psoas, which connects your upper to lower body, it is amazing. You, have, you will have so much more energy. You will be able to breathe better. You will have way less stress. Most people have no idea what it's like to have really good mobile hips. But in doing this stuff that I'm telling you guys about, you will. You're just going to have to put the work in in the beginning every single day to get there might take you a year, two, three years. You may have to put some serious work in, but you'll be glad that you did. So you'll do that hip flexor stretch against the wall for two minutes each side. Then I want you to get into a, a straddle split on the floor. Sitting on the floor, see how wide you can bring your legs like you're in a splits. You're probably not there. That's fine. Keep your legs straight into the floor. Just feel that stretch. And then I want you to reach your arms forward, keep your chest up, see how much you can reach forward. You may not be able to get very far at all. That's fine. That's your starting point. You will be able to get further. That is going to help really loosen up your back, your inner thighs, your hamstrings and hip muscles. These are all big muscles that 
get super tight. And because they're so tight and stiff, they don't slide past each other well. And it's, a lot of times you may have had injuries or accidents or traumas and you have scar tissue in there as well. So this is where doing um, some foam rolling, getting massage, getting body work in these muscles is, is phenomenal. You should always be doing that in addition to these kinds of stretches. So in that straddle split, get down on the ground, explore that position, and then try to pulse in and out of it. So reach your hands forward, and you can just think about like touching the ground as far as you can. Again, your legs are wide. Kind of pulse like boom, boom, and then come back, and then bring your hands out again and go boom, boom. And you could also go out to the right, try to touch your right foot, boom, boom, go to the left, boom, boom. So that's kind of like pulse training. This is all under the umbrella of mobility. It's not necessarily just static stretching. It's kind of a little bit more fun and dynamic. It's what I like. Um, so guys, from there, uh, let's get back to the idea of bendability. All right, that was the forward bend. Now we need lateral bending. This is where a lot of people are tight. What I want you to do is stand up tall and Reach your right arm towards the outside of your leg like you're trying to reach the outside of your foot. See how far down you can go before you kind of get stuck. And then go back up and then do the left side. Reach your left hand towards the outside of your left foot. Is there a difference to side to side? You may be very specifically tight in your outer hips and your QL, your quadratus lumborum, which is above your hip and below your ribs. So if that's the case, what I want you to do is get a a foam ball or a little medicine ball and lie on that on your sides for a couple minutes. Do each side, do some deep breathing work where you're exhaling through your diaphragm. That is going to help loosen that up and then retest and see if you have a little bit more bendability. But just practicing that, that lateral bending is so important. It's so huge for getting out of back pain and just getting your body more limber. If you notice, when you pick something up off the floor, let's say you drop uh, your shorts or a pencil and you go to pick it up, a lot of times you may kind of pick it up from the side. You're very rarely going to pick something up like you're doing a deadlift in a gym. You're picking up a barbell. So you're going to be picking things up in all sorts of weird positions and bending over in weird positions, playing sports and kind of bending over. So you want to really have this bendability of your body, bendability in the front and the sides. Super, super important. All right, so now we're going to move our attention to the lower body. A lot of people, it's out of sight, out of mind with their feet. You're covering your feet in socks and shoes, a.k.a. foot coffins. And so we really need to get you guys out of those things. I either want you barefoot or in a pair of Vibrams, which are five fingers that are going to spread your toes out. This is one of the biggest game changers that I made personally because now my balance is so good and I do a lot of these single leg exercises and mobility drills and it's really helped me a lot. Even to the point where years ago, I could barely stand up. Like if I were to stand up, I didn't feel even. My hips all the way down to my feet, like I felt like I was off and now I feel really stable. Just because I started training my feet, loosening up my, my ankles, spreading my toes. I even wear these things called yoga toes which you can put over your toes. So what I want you guys to do is get barefoot. If you're sitting at home, think about spreading your toes, pushing into the floor, 
This is a concept that is super important is the idea of pushing your feet into the floor where you can engage the bottoms of your feet and you can feel your hip muscles activate. From there, I want you to lift your heels. You're doing what's called a seated calf raise. You're working mainly your soleus muscle, which is on the side of your lower leg. That's going to pump blood up through your body. You don't want to have all kinds of blood clotting and tight tendons and ligaments in your lower body. It's not good. Ask Aaron Rodgers. He just tore his Achilles. He's out for the year. These lower body injuries, they take forever to heal. <clears throat> so I want to make sure you guys have strong feet, really mobile, stable ankles, and, and strong lower leg muscles because a lot of people miss this in their training. But simply, I just want you to do a couple minutes every day of seated calf raises where you're spreading your toes, pushing your toes down, and then lifting your heels. That's it. Could you do the standing? Sure, you could do the standing. Could you do it off a stair? Yes, because then you're doing a standing calf raise where you can really stretch those calf muscles, which gets super tight, by the way, and then raise all the way up. That's going to really strengthen your feet and your Achilles tendon and work your calf muscles. So seated and standing calf raises. Also recommend you guys stretch your calves. The simplest way you can do it, lean into a wall. Put your front knee about a, a few inches away from the wall. Put your back leg back a foot or two. Keep both heels on the ground and lean your knees into the wall. That'll really stretch your back calf. This is something I do for a minute or so before bed. I used to get bad calf cramps, you know, like Charlie horses. I don't get them anymore. Just, just basically by doing that. So if you get it cramping, stretch out those calves. Stretch them out throughout the day if you can. It's, it's very, very helpful. The other thing you want to focus on with your lower body is ankle circles and also ankle eversion and inversion, which is side to side. So that's moving your foot in and moving it out using your ankle. And then dorsiflexion and plantar flexion. That simply means bringing your toes up towards your shin and then bringing your toes away from your shin. A lot of people are, because you're in shoes and you don't do these drills, your feet and ankles are very, very stiff. And that's going to limit your ability when it comes to running, jumping, squatting, lunging, all these different activities where you can get a lot of foot, heel, knee, hip pain, which you can avoid by just moving your ankles more and strengthening your lower legs. If any of you guys have shin splints or issues with that, strengthening your ankles, strengthening your lower legs is phenomenal. One easy exercise you can do in addition to all this Put your butt up against the wall so you're facing away from the wall. Walk your feet out about a foot or so and then try to lift your feet, your toes towards you. You're using your, your tibialis muscles of your lower legs and then drop them back to the floor and bring them up again. So it's kind of like the opposite of a calf raise where your heels are down and you're lifting your toes, if that makes sense. That works the muscles on the front side of your lower legs. And that's one where the knees over toes guy, if you guys know him, he's popularized that exercise for getting rid of knee pain is those tibialis raises. And again, I haven't even mentioned any weights or machines, guys. You really, you really don't need to. The weights will help. Resistance will help to help progress these and help bulletproof you further. But in the beginning here, all this mobility is all body weight. 
So the other key exercise here, this is one I've been doing every day, is these low hip shifts to the ground and Cossack squats. They're both kind of similar. So you want to go and look up Cossack squats and see what that is. But basically, it's you're shifting towards one side nice and low where your knee is bending over your toes with your other leg totally straight. So it's a really good stretch for your inner thighs. It helps work your ankles. And it's just so good for your hips and your knees to be able to shift like this back and forth nice and low. This exercise has helped me so much. I, I can't even tout it enough. If that's too hard for you, you can try elevating your feet or lifting your heel. Like say you're going down and you're, you're really stiff. You lift the heel on the side that you're bending towards. That, that will help give you some more range of motion until you can get your heel totally flat. You also want to see if there's differences side to side. You may be tighter on one side. Your ankle or hip or inner thigh could be tighter on one side. So it's important to figure these things out because if you're tighter on one side, your hip or your knee could be wearing out faster than, than another. And just like how you have one tire on your car, if the tread's wearing out faster than the others, it eventually will cause problems for the whole system. So you guys need to figure this out. It's, it's actually super important to train like this and do unilateral leg training. Like these Cossack squats back and forth, like a single leg squat, like a single leg deadlift. Because you'll kind of see, oh damn, like I'm not as good on this side. I'm tighter on this side. I'm not as stable on this side. Very, very important concept. And so now we're going to transition back to the upper body and talk about some upper body mobility especially with your back and your shoulders, okay? And a lot of you, if you have back pain, you may not be thinking about this, but if you can clear up all the issues above and below, you'll have a lot less back pain. And what I mean by that is everything I just talked about with the hip mobility, that will have, help your lower back out a ton. And then going up, up the chain to the mid-back, the thoracic spine, and being able to extend, flex, and rotate through your thoracic spine will really give a lot of relief to your lower back. So let me explain this. If you guys get down on all fours and you do what's called a cat-cow or a cat-camel exercise, what you want to think about is vertebrae by vertebrae going up and down through your spine, almost like a spinal wave. Okay, if that makes sense. And what you want to see if there's any stiff points or sticking points as you do this exercise. But it's a phenomenal way for you to loosen up those mid-back muscles and get your spine moving well. The second thing is the ability to rotate through your thoracic spine. And what you can do here is do an exercise called the thread the needle. So you're on all fours. You're facing down on the ground. What I want you to do is reach one arm through the floor keeping your arm as level with the floor as possible with the back of your shoulder touching the floor. Then bring that arm back through and reach it up towards the ceiling. And I want you to do 10 on each side. This is great for clearing up any shoulder issues, lat tightness, and mid-back stiffness. So that's the thread the needle and the cat camel. Those exercises are going to give you some great mobility through your thoracic spine or your mid-back. Another thing you can do, get a foam roller. Put a foam roller right in the middle of your back. 
Give yourself a big hug, keeping your butt down. Try to extend your body back over the roller, touch your head to the floor, come back up like you're doing a sit-up. That is going to help unlock some stiffness in your mid-back as well. And of course, you could roll your spine on the foam roller, something I do every single day. It may be cracking a lot, Rice Krispie treats up in there, but you'll feel good after. Guys, the other thing you want to do with upper body is hanging. I've discussed this on multiple podcasts. Hanging from a bar is one of the best things you could do for your shoulders, even for your neck and lower back issues because you're decompressing your spine. So the simplest way, find a bar at the gym outside and go hang for a couple minutes every day. If you want to do this at home, buy a bar that you can throw right over a door frame. I have one right in my bedroom. So I just, it's a reminder. Oh yeah, like go and hang. And it's helped my, my shoulders, my neck a ton. So just hanging is great. Work up to two minutes. That's your end goal. If you can do two minutes without shifting your hands or moving your body at all, you're next level. You're like better than 98% of the population. And you'll feel better than most people too. And guys, the last thing I'm going to talk about in this mobility podcast is the ability to get up and down off the ground. Inevitably, you're going to be down on the ground. You got to be able to come back up. You're going to fall. Can you get back up from the ground? The simplest way I kind of do this is I sit like Indian style and try to just get right up off the floor. When I started, I couldn't do it. I was like, what the hell? I can't even do this. And it was, it was like a wake-up call for me to start working on this. Now I can do it on call at any time. It's a predictor of longevity. So it's one of those things when you talk about like aging well and moving well into your later years, this is something you want to be doing every single day. There's many different ways to skin this cat. But what I would say is work on coming up with as least assistance as possible, but you could use uh, somebody to help you know, hold your hands or use some kind of a weight or something in front of you in the beginning, which will help you get up and down off the ground because frankly, you may have lost a lot of this mobility. You, you might look like you're 85 years old when you do this, so check yourself here. But eventually you wanna to get to the point where you can easily just get up and down off the ground without using your hands or assistance. And then just you could just start playing around from there. Some people are like martial artists. They can kick flip up from the ground or like, I mean, I can do like a pistol squat, you know, from the ground. I can't do a kick flip yet, but I'm pretty good. You can work on like rocking back and then just standing up and then like squatting down all the way and then rocking down and then rocking back up like a rock and roll squat to stand. That's a good exercise, but work on that. Again, you're going to be way better than most people. And look, this is it. So instead of complaining, instead of never, I'm not going to get down there on the floor, right? I have these older clients that are like 70 years old. These women are like, no, nah, I just can't get down on the ground. I don't do that. Well, yeah, no. Well, then you're never going to be able to do it. If you don't start working on it now, it's only going to get worse with time. Gravity's a bitch. And so this is your first line of defense. This to me, this is your health insurance right here is doing all these mobility drills. And I do these every single day. I'm not even telling you, like I do these every single day, all these drills because it's important to me. And I've come so far in the past five to 10 years, the point now where I'm 40, I move way better than when I was 20, way better. 
And I tell that to my older clients and it's just, I'm talking to a brick wall. They like staring back at me because in their mind, their story is about aging. That's their excuse. When in actuality, the truth is, even though they don't want to accept it, is they've become ignorant. They've neglected moving like this. And now they're suffering the consequences and they're going down the road of Western or mainstream medicine, which again, your doctors and therapists, they're not talking about the stuff I'm talking about. They're not, it's horrible. Most physical therapy is just, it's just, it's just shit. Most rehab is just crap. What I'm talking to you guys about is simple things that you can do anywhere. You don't have to go to anybody. And if you start doing them and building up the momentum, you will be so much better. And you'll get to the point where it's a habit. It's just like, it's normal to do this. And it'll be fun to do this. Like once you get out of pain and you start moving and feeling better, it makes everything so much easier. So this will improve your lifts in the gym. This will improve you on the pickle bar court. This will improve your hiking. This will improve you playing with your kids and grandkids. Like, yeah, this is the stuff, guys. I hope I have pumped you up and you're on the mobility train with me. So look, reach out, follow my Instagram, which is Zelkatrain, Z-E-L-K-A-T-R-A-I-N, where I put up a lot of great fitness content and talk about nutrition and all that as well. I have a YouTube channel. I'll put the link there in the bio and a TikTok so you guys can consume my content on there. Please share your journey. Put this up on your social. Here's me working on getting up and down off the ground. Here's me working up to a two-minute hang. I don't know why people don't do this for. You're going to inspire and impact so many people, and you'll be able to look back and like see the journey and see how much progress you made and like show it to your kids, show it to other people. This is this is what you guys want to do. It, it has to go beyond you. It's got to go beyond you. The, the gains that I have made with my body and my mobility and all this is cool. It's awesome. But it's only going to really hit if I get other people on board. If I get other people successful and they get people successful, now we have this ripple effect. That's what it's all about. So with that said, please share the podcast. Put in a five-star review with a little comment if you can. Let's get this out to people. Let's get you guys moving better, looking great, in the best shape of your life. Are you willing to dedicate the next year, two, three years to doing this, to bulletproofing your body. You should. I would suggest that you do it because no one else is going to do it for you. And a lot of times the people, you know, the doctors, the scientists, your friends, the influencers, they're going to lead you in the wrong direction. And I'm not trying to do that. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Until next time, take it easy.